Welcome to It's Happening, a college career podcast hosted by the Career Services Center at Marquette University. I'm Gracie Van Spankeren, and I'm a career counselor. And I'm Maria Mostek, our associate director. Here's the show. So today we're really excited to have another awesome guest with us, Olivia Menzia. Olivia, can you go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience? Hello, everyone. I am Olivia, but my friends call me Liv, and I'm super excited to be here today. And obviously, you're you're kind of like a mini Marquette celeb, I feel like. So you graduated relatively <laughs> recently, and people might know you because you have uh, an interesting small business. Can you just give us sort of the quick SparkNotes overview of what that is? Because there's lots of content about that if people want to read more. Yeah. Yeah. I um, started in vegan ice cream company my senior year of college. And it so it all started at Marquette in my apartment, and that is kind of what I guess I am known for when I go back on campus, I'm always, there's always ice cream in hand. Um, and yeah, there's so much, so much about it. And it truly wouldn't have grown if it weren't for the market community. So yeah, it's been fun to start it there and see it grow and then connect, of course, with other alum and grow it further in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And so your career journey is, I think, really interesting and unique compared to what a lot of other experience, uh, experiences that students have. You know, a lot of people graduate and then they get a full-time job or multiple part-time jobs working for somebody else. You have the experience of both being a business owner and then putting your career together kind of out of a number of things. So what else are you doing? Yeah, so I went to Marquette for advertising and graphic design. So like all through college, especially before the ice cream thing started. I was like getting internships at agencies, um, in-house marketing spots in the city. So I was doing that um, coinciding with school. So when I graduated, um, I always thought that I was going to like work for an ad agency downtown. That was like always kind of the plan until this ice cream thing started happening. And I started dreaming a little bigger. So come graduation, I did actually a program called The Commons, which is a, I'm sure a lot of people listening is familiar. They're pretty popular in Milwaukee, but really big on like innovation and thinking outside the box and connecting with other companies. And that was like a good segue into learning that I can do design and ice cream. And I can, I can like do both of these things at the same time. Um, I think that if I didn't do that, I might've picked one or the other or have maybe live a little might've faded out to a certain extent. Cause I just wasn't, I, at that point, I hadn't met anyone trying to do two things at once. And mm. so the commons and the 707 hub, like introduced me to people that were kind of trying to do the same thing of like balancing their career and their side hustle. Um, an example is like Pete's pops. Um, Pete mm-hmm. like had a full-time job and this popsicle company and because of the 707 hub and other organizations, I got to meet Pete and like realized that there were other people doing things that I wanted to do like me. So um, yeah, so I worked at Summerfest for a while as a designer. Um, I strategically chose that job, yes, because it's a cool design job. Who wouldn't mm-hmm. want to design for like bands? Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I wanted to become friends with the food and beverage vendors so that <laughs> when Live a Little was big enough, I had that connection. So I, throughout my career with design, I have like strategically found places in the city or other companies that could like hypothetically benefit the ice cream business since that is my big end goal Mm -hmm. is to just be doing ice cream Mm -hmm. um that will like benefit it in the long run 
Um, so it's been a super interesting balance. Um, of course, doing two things at once has been hard. And then when COVID hit, I got laid off from Summerfest because the festival right. didn't happen. So why would yeah. they need a designer? Um, so it was kind of the push to do live a little full time for a while, which was a blessing because I needed to kind of create more flavors and get things organized. I mean, the minute that I got laid off and I finally got like all this official licensing, I moved into mm -hmm. a food kitchen. So it was kind of the push of like, oh, I actually have time now to do these things that like I didn't have time to do after work. Um, so it, it weirdly benefited me um, to kind of focus in and then now being back at a full time job again in design. I already have all this nitty gritty figured out. I figured mm -hmm. it out. And now it's just um, being active and getting into markets and selling. And then, of course, making the ice cream, which is what I do on the weekends. But like, can't <laughs> complain. It's it's definitely fun. I definitely am trying the ice cream as I'm creating. So can't complain at all there. For sure. And so it sounds like kind of you've landed at a place where it feels like everything's kind of working and it's going smoothly for the moment. But I know that that can't have been how it felt. Like you mentioned being laid off. Yes. You mentioned having to like go through all of these hurdles <laughs> and bumps in your kind of your design career as well as the business. So bring us into that a little bit more if you can. Yeah, yeah, it definitely um, was a very rocky road. I think that if you every day if you ask me how it's going I probably will have a different answer based on like the day previously or like the last market <laughs> um because like one day you know someone will ask me like do you want to do live a little full-time and I'm like stressed out about it and I'll be like I don't know like I want some free time in my life and this is because I just like spent a week straight in a food kitchen trying mm -hmm. to like make all this ice cream by myself and figuring it out um because time management has always been something super challenging. And then like the next day I'm on this like high of like selling out and design is like not stressful at the moment. And so I'll, it'll be the other way around. I'll be like, I'm going to blow up, live a little and like design I'm going to leave eventually. So it definitely changes day by day, which I think is funny and interesting. Like I never don't, I don't think I will ever know exactly what I'm going to want in the future. I think it's just always going to be kind of morphing um, because like, when I got laid off, I mean, I didn't really know what to think. I was like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, did anyone know like when we were going to go to work again? Um, and that was a push to kind of figure out the things that I had been putting off. So like as a business owner, the licensing for a food company is like very complex and challenging. And there's like a list, I mean, just an aggressive list of things that you need to do in order to sell like at a market or like at a restaurant. And that was something that I was putting off for so long and it gave me time to obviously figure it out, but also really dig into it. Cause I think that's something that literally, I don't know if I ever would have been able to do if I didn't have the time. I am not like a type a um, super academic person. I'm definitely more on like the creative side. So mm -hmm. like reading these like um, food agriculture plans and then Ooh. writing like the plan, if like something was, you know, unsafe, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like how you would get everything off the shelves. I guess I should know the proper term for it, but I don't even remember it in this moment. <laughs> but like all these things I was writing, oh, hazard analysis plan. That's wow. what it's called. That yeah. sounds like a thrill. These, yeah, like I had to write that. I was mm -hmm. like, um, if something was wrong, I would just take all of the ice cream off the shelves. I wouldn't even think twice because it would mm -hmm. risk someone's health. But like writing all that stuff in like technical terms and having a food inspector come, like it just was something I never um, 
imagined myself doing and being able to accomplish. And I feel like it's important for other people to not get overwhelmed by that. Cause originally when I was like filling those things out, I got overwhelmed and like, it kind of did the opposite. Like it pushed me away from pursuing live a little, like mm-hmm. I said, until I got laid off and that's all I had. Mm-hmm. Um, such a roller coaster. And I mean, I had been doing live a little full time with like freelance design um, up until this September so September 2021. So for like a while. A long time. Yeah. 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 I mean, it would be like almost, a, I, I think more than a year. I'm kind of skewed off with time right now, honestly, because mm-hmm. COVID just seems like a blur. But yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, was it last winter, this winter? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I'm finally like coexisting my two careers again. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I have like that same feeling of like, I don't. Like, what am I doing? Like, am I taking away from live a little now working for a company doing design or now I'm actually making real money again and I can like Mm -hmm. support myself and actually get like legit Christmas gifts for my family this year. So like other than ice cream. And so like, and I'm thinking (laughs) to myself like, oh, like I should stay at this, but it's like, you know, affecting how many markets I can do. So yeah, it's a constant juggle. I think that's kind of also what makes it fun though. Like you kind of just need Mm -hmm. to embrace it. And I've gotten to the point where, I've been doing this for so long of like kind of being uncertain and just like figuring out as I go that I know that it like ends up being okay and I figure it out that now situation after it being like a year of this, I'm just kind of like, oh, it's fine. Like you're going to have time to do it. It's going to work out. It's all going to lay out and just like kind of going with the flow because I think the minute you start overstressing about it, it takes away from like the joy of it. Like I didn't start the ice cream business to be stressed out. I started it because that's my passion. <laughs> So, like, making sure that the pressure isn't, like, affecting um, the reason why you started it, I think, is super important for anyone um, thinking of starting something, like, their passion project. Like, you never Mm -hmm. want it to be in, you know? It's your passion. Like, you don't want to ruin your passion. So, I try and remind myself that, too. Yeah, I think... I was trying to listen for what it was you're really saying, you know? And it's, like, it's almost like you can't look too far out into the future, Um it it can be Mm -hmm. overwhelming to think about what you want and how it can get there in this perfect way, instead of just kind of making these small steps and actions towards the thing you like or enjoy or passion, like you said. Um, And as long as you're kind of keep like pushing the ball forward, um, even if it's like, I'm going to work more now and then take a little less time for ice cream or, you know, Oh, now I'm going to push it again a little bit further Um, it, it's kind of like, it's, it's still happening. Right. But you don't have to have every single detail worked out to, to begin the the project or the business or the plan. Um, And I think that's like probably so important too, for anyone who's like considering starting something or just Mm -hmm. like graduating is like, Mm -hmm. I thought that when I graduated, like I needed to have all this figured out that I was going to get a nine to five and like that I was going to stay there for three years. And like, none of that happened. I didn't have Mm -hmm. it figured out. I graduated. I still didn't know exactly what I was going to do. I was talking to all these different people. Nothing was solidified. And like, I didn't stay anywhere for three years. You know, people, I think, think they get the job and then that's their life forever. Mm -hmm. And like, that's you could like be a teacher for 10 years and then be a designer and then start a business. Like there's just, you could be a firefighter and then go into (laughs) law. I mean, there's not, I think people think that like what you picked as your career is what you have to do forever. And I, I think um, thinking too far in advance, yeah, is, 
is too much. It's too overwhelming, especially when you're in such a big part of your life where like a lot of things are going to change. So just living in the present. And I think that's what's worked out, especially when we don't know whatever, you know, COVID Mm -hmm. is still happening. That's the reality. Mm -hmm. It's like, you don't know what's going to go on. So I'm just like, you know what? Like if I'm in a good place now, I'm enjoying live a little now. I'm enjoying my design job now. I am going to keep going and it's great. You know, like all positives, um, but still recognizing like the things that have been struggling in the past and like knowing how to approach them now after experience it like a few times through, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm so curious. I know we said we didn't, weren't going to dig into like your business per se, or there's a lot of articles about what you've (laughs) done, but I'm really fascinated by like the moment. Was there a moment? Because maybe there's not. And that's also maybe something we need to dispel as if it's a myth of like, was there a moment where you're like, I'm going to make this a business? Because I think a lot of people have ideas, you know, but when does that like change to not just an idea, but an action? Yeah, I mean, I, okay, so when I got the ice cream machine, I didn't think like, I'm going to make this a business. It, I, it was when I had created a dairy-free alternative mm-hmm. and like a few people had tried it and didn't know it was dairy-free and I was like, oh, And then it took, it always takes, and this is, I think, just like the nature of like me and how I am. Mm -hmm. It took like five people to be like, you should, I would buy this. You should sell this. Mm -hmm. Like, that's it. And I'm like, okay, like, here we go. Like, cause (laughs) like, you know, and I will never forget in elementary school, I I got in trouble for selling like chokers. That was like, what was in, you know, with the gold charms. And I would like tie it again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So I like. We saw them on the playground and the teachers were like, and I was like a good student, right? Like I was a goody teacher. They're like, we love you. Like you're fine, but like, you can't be selling stuff on the playground. Like kids were bringing their like allowance money. Yeah. And like, I was always the girl with the lemonade stand. Then I was oh, selling sure. dog treats down the block. So it was mm-hmm. just, it's just, I'm always trying to sell things. I think also as an artist, I always am like trying to mm-hmm. like, I'll paint something. I'll be like, Oh, it'd be cool if like someone wanted this and like could, then I could pay for my dinner or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that is just kind of how I am. But yeah. So the minute someone was like, you should sell this. I was like, okay. Um, and it just took that polar vortex, uh, that we had back in 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, the beginning was of 2019. <laughs> we were stuck in our apartments for like, I swear, four days. And, yeah, it was literally like um, four days. It was like, and I had the machine and I had just like gone to the grocery store and gotten coconut milk. And, uh, I was like, I just posted on Instagram. I was like, I'm going to start selling ice cream. And at this point, people, a lot of people already had had it. Cause I had been bringing it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a hundred orders overnight and then that was, wow. I never looked back after that, but like, to be fair, like live a little, the name has been written mm-hmm. in my middle school journal as the name of my company. I didn't know what it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a coffee pottery shop, whatever. Um, it has been written since sixth grade in my journal. Like I have it written down. Mm-hmm. I have the page. So like that I knew. I didn't mm-hmm. know it was going to be ice cream though. So it's like funny how it's all um, connected and has worked out. But there was, I guess, yeah, there was never like some huge epiphany. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes people like to like, I, I think it was like, I did realize that like, this is what I meant to do. It makes a lot of sense. It's my mm-hmm. favorite food. Like mm-hmm. at first I, I thought I wanted a coffee shop and that that's cool. Like I, that's like the artsy side of me coming out like, Oh, I love this, love this, you know, but it didn't make sense. Like that doesn't click mm-hmm. with like my soul. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like ice cream is like in my blood. My dad worked at an ice cream shop. 
my grandpa used to drive an ice cream truck and literally no like got fired as a kid because he was eating like they were eating too much and getting too much out <laughs> like it just That's like hilarious. it all like makes sense and I didn't know that like my whole life I kind of have been doing like market research by just like literally trying so much ice cream Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so it just like all really fell into place naturally which I think um is interesting and shines through on the company I think you can tell when someone is creating a business to make a profit and mm-hmm. when they're creating a business because it truly is like what they're meant to be doing or what they like love to do mm-hmm. so um I, th- I think that it all fell into place yeah. pretty nicely so it's kind of interesting in the story that you told about the business like two of the big turning points happened because of something external Mm -hmm. that affected you, you know, like the polar vortex of literally just like the weather being so cold (laughs) that you were just trapped inside with nothing else to do. And you've just gone to the grocery store. And then the second piece that you kind of already talked about was um, getting laid off because of COVID, like those external things weren't things that you had control over, but you responded in a way that changed what the future was for your business and for your other professional um, kind of pursuits as well. So that I think is just sort of a good thing for people who are listening to take note of is that there are things that you do and there's also things that happen to you and Mm -hmm. figuring out how you respond to them is I think kind of one of those like you just got to absolutely see what what's going to happen as a result absolutely yeah and I think it's like just making the most of what you have and then Mm -hmm. just going with your gut too I mean if if you know you get laid off and like all of a sudden you have all this time like sure yeah I could have just like decided to binge watch Netflix but instead Mm -hmm. I looked at it as opportunity of like I finally have the time that I didn't have before to figure out all this licensing that freaks me out and like literally triggers my anxiety um I finally have the time to do this and it's going to be okay and like now's the time and then by summer I was ready like I could do the markets and it was crazy because I'm like, I don't know if I would have gotten all that done if that, if that didn't happen. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like taking those external um, signs and, and running with them is sometimes mm-hmm. the way to go. And a lot of people started companies when COVID hit. It's like all mm-hmm. of a sudden you had time for your passion. So it definitely helped live a little. And now I'm just like working on balancing and making sure that both both of my careers thrive, which is fun. And I think it's hard to juggle it all, but it's definitely one now that I'm like getting the swing of it, it's so worth it. And, um, it's, I've connected with more people like me at my full-time job that like are juggling multiple things. And it's cool, you know, when you learn about other people's hustles and passions. I loved how you said you, uh, you know, you could have sat down and just been what binge watched Netflix, right? Like, yes, something external happened, but you, then you also did something. You, you had, you had, and I think this is something we hear a lot in like career counseling appointments too, is like, you're not magically going to get that job, right? You're not Mm -hmm. magically, nothing is going to just be given to you. You have to put some effort in as well. And it doesn't mean you have to figure it all out at once and have it all be perfect either, but you have to start making steps if you want something to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Absolutely. And I'm I'm hearing like kind of a theme of support though too, right? Like you were like, okay, I'm gonna find other people doing this. I'm gonna you know join mm-hmm. the commons or do the commons. I don't know what the right language is, but um, <laughs> you know, and hearing other people's stories of how did they make it happen, and probably talking about some of your anxieties or stresses and having that community. So you're not alone too. Like you don't have to do it on your own either. A hundred percent. 
Yeah, I think it's, like, the two of those coinciding. Like, you just got to start. Mm-hmm. And, like, you might mess up along the way. But if you build the community, um, especially, like, within Milwaukee, there's a really strong community. Like, food is usually a cutthroat community. But that's mm-hmm. definitely not the case here. Everyone's kind of friends, which I love. But, um, you know, just, like, just fully going for it and starting like like you said like my biggest advice I always say to people is to just start because it's never gonna if you keep talking about it it's it's never gonna happen talking about it like just Mm -hmm. start post saying hey I'm selling blank and see what happens or you know start offering the service that you've been waiting to offer just Mm -hmm. you know and if you mess up at the beginning that's fine because you will slowly grow a community that's going to support you and that definitely was the case for me I mean I started with a little and I didn't have licensing for food Mm -hmm. and like I got in trouble with the Marquette housing department I had no Mm -hmm. I I didn't know this I didn't Mm -hmm. know like you can't you can't have a Mm -hmm. business in your apartment you can't be making food like Mm -hmm. I got all like I will never forget you can't sell stuff on the playground yeah right yeah like just (laughs) I was like, uh oh. And but then I went, to, I looked to my community, right? The 707 hub, and then all the different entrepreneurs that they introduced me to to help me learn how to get those things so that I could keep going. Mm-hmm. So you just learn as you go. And the people that have your back at the beginning will have your back, you know, years later. Um, and it'll just, that support system, I think, will just grow. And that's what kept me in Milwaukee. I mean, there were mm-hmm. a lot of moments where I'm very much so wanderlust. And like, I thought I was going to move to Seattle when I graduated, and a lot of things. Um, I had plans. Like I just was like, I'm not going to stay here, even though I love it. But the community here is un- like unmatched. Mm-hmm. I can't leave. Like this is where live a little bit. <laughs> You're belong. like, it's stuck. We're just here mm-hmm. for life now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have people that show- showed up to my pop-up in the freezing cold in a February in the middle of a pandemic in their coats to pick up my ice cream. Like mm-hmm. that doesn't, that won't happen somewhere mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. so it kind of was like a sign like this is where my support is and this is where my people are and if like I really want this to thrive this is where I belong mm-hmm. um and here I am still in Milwaukee and I love it um so if anyone's listening to this and they're kind of debating I definitely encourage if you're trying to start a business I definitely encourage staying in Milwaukee um I think that you will grow a lot quicker than if you move to a larger city because mm-hmm. you can eat you still have to work hard but you can do something in Milwaukee like you can make it happen you know mm-hmm. you still got to put in the work in the hours and and learn but it's possible here whereas I don't know if I if it's would have been possible in New York Very you know well. think right. about all the competition like mm-hmm. it just wouldn't have worked out so I feel like um I always try and express that now to people that are like about to grad want to make some crazy impact like start small and then maybe you can move eventually but yeah right I mean even yeah Milwaukee's not tiny it's a very I mean luckily for you Liv it's a food food place for sure the cost I'm getting really nerdy right now but like the cost of living (laughs) is really reasonable for a city Mm -hmm. of our size Um, so if you you know need to kind of get by there's places you can live whereas even Madison is much more expensive like Mm -hmm. so there's these economic factors yeah Mm -hmm. or you and you can't move to the country and have no people around to buy a product either Mm -hmm. so like there there is probably like a science to this that I don't even know about or like you know, economists that figure out like where the best places to start, start certain businesses. But anyways, yeah, sorry, I think I mean, that's interesting. No, it is. It is. And I, 
don't always think that way, but you are a hundred percent right. How my friends that like, right. I'm from like the Chicago area originally, Mm -hmm. my friends that moved to big cities, Chicago, whatever, they're paying double my rent. Mm -hmm. They come visit me and they look at me. Right. And I just got a full, a real job, a real job, quote unquote. Um, (laughs) And they're like, how are you affording this apartment? Like this makes literally no sense. Like Mm -hmm. you did freelance design and you sell ice cream pints on the weekend. Like this makes no (laughs) sense. Meanwhile, my friend is working at blue cross blue shield downtown Mm -hmm. in the city and lives in a size apartment. That's half my size. And Mm -hmm. I go Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. It's, it's half. Pr- everything's half price. You can go out and it's half price. You can get dinner oh and it's half the price. Yeah. And like that allowed me to to do um, what I wanted to do for over a year. And I still mm-hmm. could have worked for myself. I kind of made the choice of like I wanted some coworkers, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was the big mm-hmm. push for me to get this design gig. But um, mm-hmm. like I could have kept going and I would have been able to still pay my fund, like my my monthly rent and things along those lines. And I think it's yeah because Milwaukee is a good price. It's a good bang mm-hmm. for your buck. Cool. Well, maybe we'll have to have like an economist on next time or something. Oh, right. I or just yeah. like I would love the, to listen to that. Just maybe we could get one of the visit Milwaukee people to come and be like, why you should just stay oh, here because it's great. Yeah. <laughs> that would actually right. be fun. We could do like yeah. Milwaukee. Maybe tours. they can pay us then too. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> you should influencer status. <laughs> we gotta keep our young people in Milwaukee. I mean, I'm getting mm-hmm. to the age now, and it, it's making me sad that people are leaving and. Mm. It's like, that's like another thing we got to look at is like job opportunities and start, people need to start businesses so they can hire more people to stay in this city. Cause now all of a sudden all my friends are starting to leave. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. Small businesses are, can support each other to be financially better off too. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually in the MBA program at Marquette right now. Oh, so I'm taking amazing. econ finance and accounting Oh, so right you now. really know this Maria. So yeah. I don't. I do not know it. I know very little, but it's in my brain. So it's like, I keep drawing it back to that, but um, it, it's, I mean, that's what business is. Right. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm laughing at myself. Cause I'm like, yeah, that's no, what business it's so funny is. I don't know. I took econ at Marquette. And I was yeah. like, so uninterested. And then like the minute <laughs> I started doing live a little and uh-huh. like my finances and my Excel, I'm really into it now. And it's, <laughs> people are like, this is weird. This is a weird side of you. Why are you into this? And I, it's just like fascinating how everything connects and like mm-hmm. how much you can learn from a few numbers. And yeah, it's fascinating. And I feel like you appreciate it the minute you mm-hmm. start something and you like uh, can apply it to your real mm-hmm. life. I feel like maybe that was like the realization for me because when I was in econ, I was like, I, I don't care. I'm a junior. I'm not going to worry about this. And then... <laughs> Yeah. Give and it a year, year and I'm like knee deep in my, my Excel document trying to like solve stuff. So yeah, maybe funny. you re- need to reach out to your econ professor and say, hey, and do apologize. you need a project? <laughs> because I have this business and maybe students could oh, kind of like uh, play around with my wait, numbers or my, that's brilliant. you know, you know, or they whatever you want it like to be. That. But yeah, they like do. Finals yeah. or term project yeah. and things like yeah, that. Yeah, like a case study. Free labor. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I can um, pay an ice cream for all the students. Honestly, that would be good. It's not a bad payment. <laughs> I don't no, think you have to pay them either. <laughs> that's true. They're students. Yeah. You're, lear- you're giving yeah, them an opportunity to learn. Mm-hmm. My payment for everything is always ice cream. I mean, I have people come and help mm-hmm. me in the food mm-hmm. kitchen occasionally. It's usually my boyfriend, parents, whatever, friends. Mm-hmm. 
And I like their reward is like one of each flavor and they'll like go home and then we'll get like, I'll order pizza for us. But it's so funny. Like ice cream's just become like my currency. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) do you want to trade or like my favorite thing about markets is trading now. Uh I go, um, like I'll see like a beautiful, like essential oil with like, Mm -hmm. you know, dried flowers. And I'm like, oh, I want this for my apartment. And they'll be like, oh, I'll trade you for two cartons of ice cream. I'm like, Okay. Feel, you know i'm like on to the candle woman same right. thing it's so it's so fun <laughs> that does sound like so, a really nice community yes. to be a part of it is my favorite part i made so many trades at the last maker's market downtown mm-hmm. i was like mm-hmm. i'm gonna do all my christmas shopping and trades i shouldn't say this i should my family's gonna hear this <laughs> and they're gonna be like what <laughs> i'm sure you pick good stuff though <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all homemade. It's all right. local, and we all support each other. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, just like all, all relates. Well, Liv, thank you. I I feel like I was calling you Liv in the beginning. You said my friends call me Liv, and so I apologize if I just took no, the liberty you're my friend. to call you that. <laughs> uh, but we no, it's like to my thank little you. intro. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. This is so great, and to anyone getting this far and listening to me ramble, I appreciate you. And I always say, too, on these podcasts, if anyone listens and they're, like, trying to start something and they're younger, especially, like, a younger female um, that wants to connect and needs someone um, that has, like, at least done it for a year. I wouldn't say I'm a professional and can give that much advice, but (laughs) I am – I would love to connect because I'm trying to kind of build a community of um, women in Milwaukee that are younger starting Mm -hmm. things and just, like, almost like a support system. So um, if you're listening, I can give these two my information. Maybe you can put it in the – the podcast notes or when you yeah. post it and feel free to reach out because that's what this is probably all about. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Well, thanks so much for your time today, Liv. And um, tune in to our next episode to hear our, our next exciting guest who I well, we won't reveal yet, but it may or may not have been foreshadowing <laughs> oh, earlier in this episode. <laughs> From all the Career Services Center staff at Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, thanks for listening.